start us. Yeah. So are you ready to go? Yeah. Okay, cool. Is this thing working? Hey, everybody. It's Thursday, February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Are y'all still in love? I hope so. <laughs> everybody needs to love you. Love your wife. Love your husband. Love your kids. Love your grandma, your grandpa, your mom, and your dad, your brother, and your sister. Just love the theme of the day ought to be love every day. Yep, even the day after Valentine's Day. That's exactly Hello, right. Hello, everybody. Hey. Welcome to this thing working. Did you hear about this? The shooting all over in Kansas the news. City, yep. Missouri, at the Chiefs' victory parade on Wednesday. It was awful. What they say? Twenty-two people have been shot, and one has passed away. It's pretty sad. I think eight children. Was a CNN report I seen this morning? CNN headline: Eight children were mentioned too. Yeah, and the person that passed away, she was a Kansas City DJ. She died from inju- injuries sustained in a shooting near a parade to celebrate the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory on Wednesday, according to family members and her radio station. It is with sincere sadness and extremely heavy and broken heart that we let our community know that KKFI DJ Lisa Lopez, host of Taste of Tijuana lost her life today in the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs rally, the radio station wrote on Facebook. This senseless act has taken a beautiful person from her family in this KC community. Lisa Lopez Galvin, as she was identified by friends and families to the Kansas City Star, was in her mid-40s and the mother of two adult children. Friends said she died while undergoing surgery for a gunshot wound to the abdomen. I just want to say from Is This Thing Working and Crew... We are very sorry and sad that this happened, and you're in our prayers. Yeah. Once again, man, you've got a celebration going on, and people got to come in and and do this, man. It happens. It seems like it happens every time. Makes you afraid to go to any big gatherings, and and I wonder if if this happens on purpose so that we don't all gather together. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems to happen. It just it does. It happens a lot, and we just wanted to bring that up and let everyone know we're in their prayers. Yeah. Um, I've and, heard, though, that they do have three people detained in this case right now. So, yes. you know, and, and as far as not the identity of a shooter or the motives, as of this time of us recording the show, we still don't know anything about that. We haven't heard any more about that. But we did hear this morning on the news that there was um, a group of people that knocked down the gunman. Yeah. That, you know, that tackled that him and tackled him the gunman, that, and they said that the gun came out, so... I don't know if they if they really said that that was the but it was the only person with a gun. So anyway, that's all we have heard so far as of the show taping. So anyway, but everyone's in our prayers. But we're going to move on to something kind of funny. Well, I, I thought it was hilarious, and I think <laughs> a lot of people did too, man. Howie, I don't think Howie Mandel thought it was very funny, but it, as as the story goes, <laughs> what we got here, Howie Mandel, he has his little podcast every day and so he had dana white come on there and so as mandel's introducing dana white to the show he begins to give him this really big way over the top sappy (laughs) introduction y'all gotta hear this man It, it was nuts man we're gonna play the video for you right here so you can hear it for yourself 
amazing guy. You are, I can't thank you enough for being here. Uh, you and Ginger seem to be getting along. Um, you are not only an amazing businessman, you are an inspiration, you are a philosopher. The way you do business, the way you uh, conduct your business and your friendships and media is, uh, I'm, I'm jealous. And But Dana, I can't thank you enough for being here. Thank you. For all the kind words, I appreciate it. I, I am so fucking tired of doing podcasts. It's, I, I, I'm literally done with them. I'm not doing any more podcasts. And then he gets up and just walks out. And the camera pans over to Howie. And Howie's just in disbelief watching him as he goes by. And Howie can't figure it out. Everybody... Everybody figured it out once he began this crazy introduction, man, this way over the top kissing Dana White's ass. I was like looking at <laughs> I was laughing. Dana White's face because it kept panning to Dana White. He was like kissing his butt so bad. You know, when he said philosopher, man, and, and Dana White actually starts his jaw starts rolling. He's gritting his teeth and licking his lips right then. I bet you a dollar he wanted to get up and punch him. Yes, he did. It looked like he did. Yeah, because Dana White seems to be a man of you know no no nonsense kind of guy. I bet he did. I bet for a split second he wanted to get up and just drill Howie, man. <laughs> he was probably going, am I going to sit here for hours and listen to that? No, there he, is no way I can even listen to that He anymore. made that decision real quick. He, he was did. like, He's I'm like, through. No. I'm out. I'm done. Not doing it. Yeah. What's hilarious. so funny is he was live, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, that's just hilarious. Yeah. Everybody was stunned. The looks <laughs> on their face. Anyway, but we had to share that because yeah. everything has been so serious all week long, and this was priceless. It really was. You know, yeah. good for you, Dana White. <laughs> good for you. Well, and I sometimes guess, it's just too much. Yeah. I guess if we want to move on to another funny <laughs> The mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, he made a campaign promise about removing the technology inside the city, which is called ShotSpotter. And ShotSpotter is actually a gunshot detection technology that uses sophisticated acoustic sensors to detect and locate and alert law enforcement agencies and security personnel about illegal gunfire incidents in real time. I'm getting this from a ShotSpotter PDF, which is uh, frequently asked questions. So this is what ShotSpotter is. The digital alerts include a precise location on a map based on latitude, longitude, with corresponding data such as the address, number of rounds fired, type of gunfire, etc., delivered to any browser-enabled smartphone or mobile laptop device as well as police vehicle MDC or desktop. This information is key to better protecting officers by providing them with increased tactical awareness. And it enables law enforcement agencies to better connect with their communities and bolsters their mission to protect and serve. Uh, ShotSpotter is also used in more than 85 cities across the United States and one city in South Africa. It's highly regarded by law enforcement agencies as a critical component in their gun violence prevention and reduction strategies. So this is a good technology, and it's a great technology for when people hear gunfire, they at least when this detects it where it's at, the cops don't have to drive blocks and blocks circling back and forth trying, trying to, to find it. it. Out. They can pinpoint it just about where it was at. So it's a good technology. And in a city like Chicago, they it, need it, that technology. It's a needed technology. Well, Brandon Johnson comes up and he makes this campaign promise. He was going to remove ShotSpotter. 
as we see with most leftists and most Democrats and most woke people, they, they get a little bit of power. They unilaterally make these wild decisions without any consultation, without any advice from anybody else. They just go ahead and make this. The city council in the city of Chicago is irate at him. Here is an NBC5 Chicago story covering this. Would give the technology company a six-month extension but end the deal after the Democratic National Convention. Now, late today, multiple sources tell NBC5 ShotSpotter has rejected the city's offer with that extension. So where <laughs> does it all stand? Let's go to our political reporter, Marianne Ahern. She's joining us now with the very latest. Marianne? Allison and Stefan, busy afternoon. City Hall has not responded to our repeated calls today. However, several aldermen have spoken with those tied to sound thinking, the company that now owns ShotSpotter. Those aldermen are concerned the company will turn off the technology Friday since there's no deal in place. ShotSpotter alerts police departments to gunshots fired through acoustic sensors. That company took a stock hit Tuesday after Mayor Brandon Johnson announced he would fulfill a campaign promise and give the company a six-month extension, but then not renew their deal. The mayor's announcement before he had a deal signed with the company. The city has lost all its leverage when you make an announcement that you're canceling ShotSpotter uh, and extending it until September without having a signed contract. Likewise, Alderman Chris Taliaferro is also concerned. This is a great loss for the city of Chicago, particularly as we prepare to go into the summer months and as we go into a Democratic National Convention already with a police department that is undersized um, by at least 2,000 2, officers. Well, one thing I will say, it's good for ShotSpotter that they stood up and said, hey, you might be extending this, but we don't even have a contract for the extension, so it doesn't even say anywhere you're going to pay me. You know, well, we have a contract up until a certain point, and then you want to extend for six months, but you're not signing a contract with me, but you could actually, the day after the DNC convention which is what he's talking about right after the after the convention um immediately i bet you they would have been without i mean just immediately doom well yeah they would have dumped them and the thing is had this not come out this was what was going to happen anyway so i don't i don't blame shot spotter at all either i'd be like no that's it man yeah that's it shot spotter good for you stand up to these people because that's what these democrats do they go in and they all of a sudden take over and, you know, they don't even ask the alders, like they were saying. The alders had no idea. You know, the people that there's to go talk to and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. You know, so he just uh, unilaterally does it. Well, that just goes on to say what else we have to talk about here with the freaking, um, here I am using freaking because this girl just freaks me out. She's just a weirdo. Everyone calls her silly and makes all these cute little things for her. But I just think AOC is a social, socialist communist. She and, is. And she's always trying to butt her nose. And it's pretty big into everything. You know, and now she wants to butt her nose into Texas. Because there are two Democrat members of Congress who put forward a plan Wednesday that will require Texas to connect to other larger power grids in the nation potentially upending the state's standalone approach to producing and overseeing its own energy market. In other words, Texas has its own grid. It isn't connected to the rest of the grid. 
Everyone knows this. So this U.S. Representative Greg Kazar from Austin has announced he is going to file a bill called the Connect the Grid Act, along with your favorite socialist, AOC. The proposal calls for several changes, including a mandate for interconnection between the ERCOC, which is what we call it here in Texas, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, and the country's two other major power grids. Just another way for them to come in and try to take over something that isn't theirs. Isn't their right to do. Yeah. Back in the day, our, our attitude was, hey, you do whatever you want to do over there. That's fine. But you're not going to come over here and tell me how to live my life. And, and that's the thing with this. Don't come in here messing with our electric grid. Don't come in here trying to demand that we connect to yours. If you want a better electric grid up there, and especially if what you're trying to do is push us toward green green energy, solar and wind power, if you want us to do that, hey, do this. You build that power plant up there. You show us that it can run New York City efficiently. Right. (laughs) And then you come talk to us. But until that point, leave me alone. You want yours up there, you keep it. We want ours down here. Leave us alone. Well, and I agree with you there, especially considering how much purview they will put on the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. Kazar said that that would create more oversight of energy rates. You know, what gives you the right to think that you can come into Texas and oversight our energy? Why? Because we have the most energy in the United States right here in the land of Texas. And they can't stand it. They can't stand that we have the energy. We have the power because we have the energy. We are the number one state in energy. It's just and more. And they hate it. It's just more government overreach. More government overreach. More trying to regulate. More trying to push the green energy scale. And more trying to give a, I mean, make conversations about stuff we don't even need to discuss. It's just, yeah, and it's just filing a bill doesn't mean it's going to be anything. No. It doesn't mean it's going to be anything because they just want to bring this out to have this conversation and say, we're watching you, Texas. Well, you want to know what Texas is going to say? They are just going to say no. Yesterday, if you remember, we talked about the CIA and this bombshell report that was put out by Schellenberger and Taibbi. And while we were recording the show, a representative from the House of Representatives in the federal government Mike Turner comes out with a statement about a national security risk. But do not worry, he said. Then Mike Johnson comes out and says it's a security threat, but nothing to worry about. Yeah, a lot of other a lot of other people did too. A lot of other lawmakers kept coming out saying that. Yeah. And uh, then the CIA comes out, you know, after everyone's saying, Oh, there's a security threat, da da da, da. then the CIA wants to come out yesterday evening to talk about russia can you believe it are you surprised that the cia is all of a sudden going to come out with russia 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 guess what russia wants to do now what's that they want to put nukes into space russian space lasers. russian space lasers <laughs> guess who guess who got in trouble for talking about space lasers she got kicked out of her committees and everything remember mtg she was talking about space lasers back then, and it was bad. Now, all of a sudden, Russia wants to put nukes into space to get rid of all of our comms. Yeah. All of our, you know, 
no, our satellites, our, our satellites, GPS, our GPS, or you know, they're talking about oh, what was it? We we uh, listened last night. Oh well, our GPS might not work. We might fall off into the lake or something. It's just weird. What do you think their reasons were for bringing all this up and just bringing it out there? You and I both know why. Yeah. Because Schellenberger and Taibbi come out with that report telling how the CIA is behind the Russia, the Russia collusion, the Russia collusion hoax. hoax. Yeah. Yeah, how the CIA was telling the GCHQ to intercept the communications of President Trump. Yeah. It, it's outrageous. And the propaganda that has gone on since Schellenberger and Taibbi came out with this report yesterday is yeah, out of control. It is. And that's what that's what's going on right now. Well, Schellenberger and Taibbi come out with part two yesterday evening after all of the CIA decided to come out with more Russia, Russia, Russia. No one can even believe it. I mean, I'm sorry. If you believe at this point in time anything that the CIA comes on Fox News and any mainstream media about Russia, if you believe that, yeah. then you are the problem. Well, I'm sorry. I'm you, sorry to be harsh. Well, if you believe that, you just you've never researched any history about the CIA and the and the fact that what they do, what they do is go in and they remove leaders from countries with a color revolution, and then they install a military dictator-type government in there. That's what they do. They do that all over the world, and now they're trying to do that to us. They've yes. turned against us. And if anybody's ever really paid any attention to the history of the CIA, you shouldn't have trusted the CIA past the Kennedy assassination. That's exactly <laughs> right. Even and, before that, really. And you know what? The CIA spends more time covering up for what the mistakes and the idiot stuff they what? do. You know, for example, in the second part, it states in there that the CIA are covering and hiding documents that incriminate intelligence community for illegal spying and election interference. The former CIA director, Gina Haspel blocked the release of the binder, which is the Trump binder we were talking about yesterday, with evidence that it may identify her role in the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. Okay, so let me tell you something. This, all this stuff comes out about this Russia collusion hoax that happened back in 2015 and 16 and all of President Trump's presidency, yeah. all of his term, the whole thing, and you're telling me that all of a sudden, now, when they want money for Ukraine, okay, and the House is not giving it, they have tabled this, then they're going to come out with the 702 FISA warrant that they were supposed to vote on today, and all of a sudden, knock it off the calendar, and we don't get to vote on the FISA warrant stuff that was supposed to happen today. And all of a sudden, they come out with Russia, Russia, Russia at the same time as all this other stuff is going on. Now, you tell me yep. what's going on, really. They didn't want to vote on the FISA warrant because they want to continue to survey to surveillance you mm -hmm. without warrants. That's exactly right. And this is, once again, a Russia collusion hoax full of propaganda that our media and that Putin told us our media did. And so our media is going to continue the propaganda until we do something about it. That's it. But the CIA and the propaganda is being exposed. We're part of the 
people that are exposing it among other and many conservative media out there. And thank goodness for us. Yep. Or you would never know. But the CIA is panicking. So we just need to combat propaganda and just ignore them. Don't let them tell you to not believe your lying eyes. That's exactly right. We have to stand up. Is this thing working? Rise up. Well, hey, everybody. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button. Share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there. Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.